0: Hello and welcome to The Fizzle Show. You know, when I record these, I can't hear the music, uh, so I just hope that I'm on key. (laughs) This is, of course, The Fizzle Show. This is uh, where we have all of these honest conversations about what it's like to build a business. Sometimes you're by yourself and you don't know at all if you're doing the right thing, well, we thought we'd let you into our conversations, and it's become a pretty big podcast. We're pumped about it. So uh, there are three of us on this show. I'm Chase Reeves. I'm sort of the... the <laughs> You know, you ever seen the like, the, like, toy monkey that, like, has the hat and, like, bangs the cymbals together, and, like, there's a drum there, too? Like, that's me. Then there's uh, Barrett Brooks, who's the the younger sort of book-smart kid who ends up kind of wrangling the conversation more often than not. And then, of course, Corbett Barr, who is, who is sort of like uh, the granddaddy of wisdom here. He's tried everything from, from venture-backed startups to bootstrap businesses and blogging and sabbaticals in between, and, uh, and he's tried it all, so he's got all this great experience to add to these conversations. So what we get into in this episode is, is all about coaching. Do you want to hire a coach? Should you hire a coach? What would you get out of working with a coach? What could you expect about this? What about the cost? What about this, that, and the other? We're releasing a new big thing within Fizzle for uh, for coaching to, to be able to find coaches right within Fizzle. And it's just a pilot thing right now. We explain it more later. We don't know if it'll stick with it forever or if it'll just be for right now. But it's been really exciting to learn... F- from our audience, how many of you are coaches, um, and how many of you want to work with coaches but haven't been able to find some yet. So for those of you who want to work with a coach, or maybe, like, I don't know, should I work with a coach? I don't know. That's what we get into in this episode. So I hope you enjoy it. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps.
1: <laughs> okay, Barrett, tell us what we're getting into today. Woo! All right. So, uh, in fizzle, we, <laughs> we've been working on this project lately and, uh, it's actually taken Corbett quite a bit of time cause he's had to do a ton of work around it. And we've had this experience over the past year for me and Corbett's had it for a very long time where people come to us and they say, Hey guys, you know, I love the training you provide. I love what you do, but I really need a business coach. I need someone to kind of hold my hand from where I am today to the next breakthrough I need to get through. And they're always asking us to coach for them. And we know that with the amount of customers we have and the amount of people that want coaching, we just couldn't both be coaches and run Fizzle effectively. So we tend to say no to that. And the typical response from people is usually, hey, okay, so you can't do it. Where do I find a great coach? Do you have anyone you can recommend to us? Um, And we haven't had a great answer to now. So Corbett had the idea, why don't we create our own coaching marketplace? Let's create a place where fizzlers who are business coaches and fizzlers who want to hire a business coach can find each other. And so in light of that project and getting ready to launch it over the next month or so, um, we wanted to talk today about what should you be looking for if you think you need a business coach? How do you know you need a coach? What questions do you ask them when you're evaluating who to hire? And what do you think about as you're going through that relationship? So today's episode is all about if you think you want to hire a coach What should you do beforehand and how should you evaluate your options?
2: Yeah, the interesting thing um, when we were getting this question all the time, I mean, I've gotten this question for forever. Yeah. People say, well, you know, I'd really love to hire somebody. Are you available? Can you can I work with you one on one? And I did that for a while. But lately, I'm just busy with projects and don't have time to work with people one on one aside from answering a few questions here or there. So people ask all the time and I'm always like stumped for an answer They say, okay, well, if you're not available, like, you know, who do you recommend? And there are a couple of, there's like a handful of coaches out there. Many of them are more expensive than people would want to pay for. Yeah. But I don't have this like directory at my fingertips of people that I can refer to. And um, when we started putting this Fizzle, uh, you know, this idea in Fizzle together, yeah. Barrett and I worked to figure out, okay, how many people are looking to hire coaches and how many people inside of the Fizzle membership have coaching experience that they'd like to offer. And we were surprised at how many people have coaching experience. A lot of people have certifications and many hours of experience. Hmm. Yeah, And um, I'm pretty excited to be able to offer that as a directory and kind of see how this goes this is just a pilot program like
0: yeah we don't know how it's going to go we don't know if we're going to offer it forever we may
2: just have to shut it down in a few months we're going to see what the results are basically and how people like it but um so far it's kind of exciting to think about
0: yeah, and I love that. I think this is going to be uh, an interesting... Uh, my, my dream for this is that it just becomes a good conversation for anyone who's thinking about you know hiring a coach. Because there's a lot I didn't know about it before I started looking into it. I mean, I thought I was going to be... I wanted to be like a therapist. I was going to be a marriage and family therapist and do that whole thing. And then I was working with a therapist at the time who was like, you should probably maybe should look into coaching. <laughs> you don't have to get any of the certifications. You can just call yourself a coach right now and jump right in. And it's all about action moving forward instead of... Of trying to make sense of the historical story and all of the legal things, and the, it's it's just a lot of, of a cleaner thing was this guy's take, and I'm glad I did because I, I ended up getting getting trained from actually a seminary in life coaching stuff, and uh, and it was it was amazing training. By the way, I think if anybody has a chance, just to like go, you know what, I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna do like a uh, like one night a week for. For eight months or something like that to do some coaching course somewhere. It's like humanity 101. It's like how to listen, how to ask clarifying questions. Here's the difference between a good question and not that powerful of a question. Uh, and all of that stuff was. And what, what kind of
2: coaching is that aimed at? And like what, you know, there's what would the outcome be if you're working with somebody in that, in that scenario?
0: So when in my, in my world and in every, all the coaches that I've, I've worked with and all of the clients that I've worked with, um, it's been basically sort of like, you know, you could call it uh the the trend in calling it is uh executive coaching. That's what it's called a lot. Um but, but it's also just just coaching in general. Because this is this is to me, to me as someone who's been trained in it, but who I've been take everything I say with a grain of salt, because I've been out of the game for a while. The game's all changed a little bit. But really what it's so effective at is getting you to clarity. This is one of my like big takeaways about this is like, hey, if you need some clarity about where you're going in your life or in your business, if you need if you have a lot of things going on but you're not really sure, like like I, I often feel like this where there's a lot of activity going on and a lot of like boxes getting checked off, but not a hell of a not a not a lot of a story arc. Yep. Not a place that I'm going, like a right. real direction. But I'm churning, I'm spinning, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I'm standing still, kind of. Yep. I don't have that trajectory that that all of that stuff that's what coaching can be so effective at because now everything everybody should know each get on the same page a coach has has ha, the coach's job is not to have the right answer and to tell you what it is that's a mentor that's a consultant that's a different relationship than a coaching relationship a coach a good coach doesn't need to know anything about business doesn't need to know anything about your life doesn't need to know anything about that before they start all they need to know is how to ask powerful questions and how to listen really really well because some of the most powerful questions a coach will ask you will be now your voice sort of shifted there what what's going on Mm -hmm. that is one of the most powerful questions a coach can ask you because it shows that they're listening and and if they're and if they're right that you did kind of well and you normally the answer to that when i've asked it is like well you know like I don't know, I'm just really frustrated right now. Right, I And then it's like, okay, so let's talk about that. And maybe digging into something that you haven't vocalized exactly. to yourself or anybody else. Yeah. That is the power of, that's why this is so phenomenally powerful. And that's why it can get you into freaking action and clarity about where you're going and where you're headed. Because you have, in my mind, I have all these defense mechanisms that really don't want me to figure out the right answer or figure out, make a decision right now. They just want me to keep whining in my head these these are the activities of like i don't know it's just the gremlin the resistance in me wants me to keep whining wants me to keep feeling like a victim wants me to keep feeling like everything's going wrong and none of it's my fault wants me to keep feeling like like i wish everybody could just smarten up so that our world can get better i saw this this comic the other day it's a boat that that uh, that is sort of sinking and, and it's tipping sort of like up. It's a little rowboat. There's two guys at the at the end that's like kind of almost all the way underwater, bailing out water, and then there's two guys up on the on the tip, which is sticking out up out of the water, and they're saying sure i'm glad that leaks not on our side of the boat <laughs> and it's like the state of humanity <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> right now yeah that's true uh so in some ways there's a part of my brain that is the the i'm glad that it's not in my part of the part of the boat kind of yeah brain part so i want to can i explore yeah. some
2: boundaries here so i have questions about coaching i've yeah. i've acted as a coach before and you and barrett often um tease me like uh, why haven't you ever done coaching before? You know, and yeah. and then and and usually I'm like, yeah, why haven't I? And then and then I think back and I'm like, what the hell? I've done I've done a lot of coaching. I'm not certified to do coaching, but I, I've I just listed have like uh, eight clients that I spent six months with
0: each, yeah. yeah,
2: um, in the past five years or so, and um, I don't have I don't have certifications, and and I know that when I started in coaching there was this kind of gray area between helping people with a specific business problem or, or coaching them through a specific business problem and what felt a little bit more like therapy. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering like, what are the differences between straight up therapy, um, life coaching, which I think maybe kind of straddles business and more therapy kind of stuff. And then business coaching specifically. And, and what we're, trying to offer and fizzle is business coaching, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea is I'm working towards building a business and I need some of that perspective. I need somebody to ask me the hard questions. I need someone to hold me accountable. And so help me go from, I don't have a business to, I have a business. As part of that, I'm sure that there are some life things in the way that you have to get into. So, well, especially even, when we're talking
0: about lifestyle businesses, right, right, right. That's true. So
2: even business coaching probably bleeds into life coaching. Yeah, to different. me, they're,
0: they're kind of the, like so. It, it's really to me, typically, it's very un- unhelpful to think of the difference. If I'm already entrepreneurial, there doesn't need to be a split between life coaching and business coaching, right? Because. They're inseparable. Mm. At least that, that's how I live. And, and the, and in, interestingly enough, the process is exactly the same. I'm listening to you. Yeah. Well, so what do you, so, so what did you get done this week? What do you want to get done? Right. Where do you think you're going? And it's like, eventually you develop that rapport and that relationship. So it, it, you asked a question about the difference between therapy and coaching. I was always explained to it this way. Um, therapy is about like looking back and making sense of what's happened mm. and where we are today you know what i mean like all of that like yeah. kind of necessary repairing some yes. sort of wound or something and, and and oftentimes it's wound sometimes it's just confusion mm-hmm. sometimes it's, it's like a, you know a lot like i i work with a therapist now and there's a lot of clarity that comes from reinterpreting things about the, the past yeah um and, and seeing it from d- new angles. Then there's the, and, and, and it was always said that, you know, coaching is about moving forward. It's mm. about action. It's about decisions and clarity and that kind of stuff. Yep. And in my experience, it does get very wishy-washy. It always does because who I am today making the decisions has to do with who I was yesterday. And so this is all a big mess in there, but there's a very clear line for professional coaches that it's like, that is unfortunately not something I, we're allowed to discuss together mm-hmm. uh it's beyond my pay grade so to speak but like there's like there there are very few coaching certifications that that in, in my understanding matter greatly like it's not really regulated and i think this is changing i think like there were states even when i was getting out of it there were states looking at statewide uh, regulation of coaching sort as of a like, profession like nursing similar or to something. therapy or yeah. something like that right, right? um but so I'm, I'm not up on on all the, all that stuff but but just as a sim- simple explanation, therapy is going backwards. Coaching is going forwards. Mm-hmm. It's really about action, and the difference between business and life. I think for me, it's always that, that's been like me having a business challenge is oftentimes like me having a communication challenge with my wife. Do you know what I mean? That's right. what's blocking me up. Yeah, and and it's hard to just go like, okay, I'll try to cl- cross more off the to do list tomorrow. So you know,
2: I- I'd love to hear. So y- so you have experience as a coach. Um, Sounds like more like life coaching originally. Yeah. I have like super informal experience as a as a business coach where I just yeah. kind of hung hung up a shingle and said, "Hey, yeah, you know, I'd, I'll coach you."
0: That's not all. You uh, have.
2: <laughs> and uh, Barrett, I'd love to hear your experience. And also, what Barrett, what do you think um, a coach needs in terms of domain expertise? Hmm. Do you have to know anything about the type of business that somebody or the type of life they're trying to lead in order to help them?
1: Yeah, that's good. Uh, so my experience in coaching started as a career coach working with college students and young professionals and helping them move from like, Hey, someday I hope to do this kind of job and helping them find that kind of job on their own. So I wasn't like matchmaking. I was more coaching them to do it on their own. And then I transitioned that into coaching entrepreneurs locally here in Atlanta who were either running small businesses or were young professional executives, that kind of people. Um, so as far as expertise though, uh, I think in some ways, expertise can be um, a little bit confusing from the client perspective in the same way that a certification can. So just because a coach has a certification, like Chase said, doesn't mean that they're the best coach in the world. It simply means they went through training and they did have to get experience coaching during that training. But it doesn't mean they're going to be the right coach for you, or even that they're going to be the best option as compared to somebody who doesn't have a certification. Uh, In the same way, someone who has a ton of domain expertise may not necessarily be a better coach for you than someone who doesn't have domain expertise, quote unquote. And the reason is that I think one of the most valuable things a coach can have is experience coaching other people like you, as opposed to having been a person like you, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. yeah. coaching someone like you means the coach you're hiring has experience in the past dealing with entrepreneurs running business like your businesses like yours, or has a history of dealing with people dealing with the kind of issue you're dealing with. So like, let's say you're, I don't know, have had some major setback in your business where a much bigger business came out with a product that was competing with yours and you're having to completely transform your business. Well, there's probably coaches who have experienced coaching entrepreneurs like you with that kind of problem in the past. And that's way more important, I think, than having some hiring someone who's been through that to be your coach, because they may, might not be able to teach you what they know, which is the difference sometimes because coaching is a skill set all on its own.
0: Sounded like you were about, yeah. you were going to keep going
1: there. That no, was just right, like a, that like, was just, just a dead, stop. Go. No, I'm just saying like, I, right. I think coaching is its own skill set. Whereas a given set of expertise is also its own. And if, You want to hire someone to do work for you or to specifically handle a problem based on their expertise, hire a consultant because they're going to know how to run through their process and implement that in your business. Whereas a coach is going to help you figure out the answers to your problems and help you get past your issues or, or seize opportunities that are in front of you.
0: And what I think is important about this is just taking that, um, like, like, and just understanding that, like, I, I mean, if you're, if you're out there wondering, like, maybe I should get a, a coach. Okay. So who's qualified? Just, just find any coach and try it out with them is kind of like my take on this mm. because, and, and to the same about like, you know, I have, I have some bullets here written down about like, you know, my advice to fizzlers thinking about hiring a coach. Uh, one of them is, is like, you don't need to prepare anything you only need to have an openness to the coach and the coaching process because it takes very little coaching training to be a wonderful facilitator of 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 actual clarity about stuff. Now, I my own personal experience being coached was was twofold. Number one, uh there was a lot of action. It was just like it was like okay, just defining a bunch of actions to do and it was great. I it turns out looking back, I was not in in like I I'm glad I was working with that coach, but I, uh, I, and having a different coach wouldn't have changed this at all. I was not in the right place. I was not ready to. to I was not actually looking to move forward. Mm. I wanted space to be. I needed space to be creative. I needed space to develop and and figure things out. And it wasn't about like task, 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 task. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was being. In, I was being kind of. I was in this construct of action and activity, but simply by nature of being in a relationship with a with a coach. Um, and so over time that taskmaster quality felt kind of like you know what I don't need this right now but then there was other times when I like here's some of my experience being a coach here's what I saw for a lot of my clients and this is not because I'm a good coach it's because I'm just decent just run of the mill basic standard coaching is just it's just a it's like a set of skills it's a it, you're, you're Liam Neeson like you know how to break some necks you know how to find some missing girls like this is basic skills just a set of basic <laughs> skills that are just standard scary guy stuff yeah. you know just like coaching strangely that might happen to you multiple times yeah over uh, the course of different films seemingly an undeterminable amount of of times this could happen to of you. like really bad stuff like this franchise could go forever <laughs> kind of times <laughs> this might be you know a fast and the furious in the making um so you're one uh, of the middle things- kind
1: of coach all right
0: I'm a, I'm a run-of-the-mill kind of coach, and here's a lot of things I saw happening with my clients, okay? Number one was there was tons of clarity for them, like tons of those moments going like, oh, my God, I've never said that before. I can't, you know, where you get those pauses and those like, oh, oh, my God. Like those aha moments of clarity of like, yeah, that. Those happen like fairly often with clients,
2: right? And partly because it's this like intimate space where you're allowed to say that.
0: Totally, it's all focused on you. Yeah, very almost nothing in life. It feels good, right? Because you're the one talking. It's just like in my relationship with my therapist right now. Like it's my wife and I, and and our therapist, and and it's just like we are able to discuss things uh, very intimately. Because when are you ever in that situation where you're having a one on one basically with your wife, but someone's there facilitating going like, "Oh hold on, chase now melissa when she when he said that like what did what what did that make you feel mm-hmm. you know, and she's just great at like coming back into this like two year old sense of like the actual feelings of the thing, you know yeah, but uh, so anyways that special time of when it's just you and and you've got a professional focused in, like listening to every little detail of like and and it's not just the words you're saying. It's not just the 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 pontificating about your life or about what you think is the next step. It's also this sense of of emotion that's like, okay now hold on like, like I said earlier, your voice just changed. What 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 are you thinking there? You know, or like even like calling people on their crap when you're like, I feel like you're kind of just talking a lot right now and you don't really know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you know, pause. Like, wait for them to go. Yeah, I, I think I am. I, I. The truth is, I don't have any idea where I'm doing what I'm doing with my life. Do you know what I mean? So, so, lots of that clarity. Hold on, let me get through these. Um, I, a lot of people that I was coaching were in moments of transition, from one career to the next, from one kind of lifestyle to the next, from moving places to the next. There was a lot, and there's a whole branch of coaching just focused on transition-based coaching. I read one great book on that. Um, and then uh, another thing that I kept seeing and hearing from my clients was like just how motivating it was, knowing that you 're basically in a private mastermind group it 's just a one on one mastermind group, the same thing that we see happening in mastermind groups, that accountability to like do what you said you 're going to do, define what you 're going to do first, yeah. you know just that kind of stuff so you you end up doing a lot of stuff when you could have just. I spent three weeks researching about a VHS, like, conversion system to DVD or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you could tell when I was uh, being a coach <laughs> back then. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So those are the three things I ended up seeing a lot of when I was a coach. Mm -hmm. Those are, so if you're looking for those kinds of things, motivation, that accountability, that kind of stuff, if you're looking for clarity and someone like professional to just help you shine a mirror back onto yourself so you can see yourself way clearer than you can when, when you're thinking through things yourself and even just journaling and stuff. Um, and then if you're going through a state of transition, those are, those are some moments to pay attention to and go like, you know what, this might be a good time to spend, uh, to spend some money and some time maybe like, because sometimes it only needs to be like for a few months that it's, that coach can be really helpful. And then you check in like four months later and you do another month or two. Right. It it can be really helpful that way. Yeah. Like off and on like that. I don't know. What are you hearing? Uh,
2: I'm wondering partly, or I'm wondering if there are any studies or, or if you guys have anecdotes about results that you get from coaching, um, and I guess it's really hard to know because you, there's no way you could A, B test yeah. one person's yeah. life. Yeah, it, it is and see impossible. And like, see like, how would they have done with coaching totally. or without for the same situation? So maybe it's impossible to know.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so I guess anecdotally, you know, what sort of results do you see? And, and how much of coaching is simply feeling good and having somebody yeah. listen to you versus um, achieving things that you wouldn't be able to achieve without a coach?
1: Barry, what would you say? I don't know. I mean, so one of the most important things I think a coach can do in my perspective is, and this is a little different from you, Chase, like, you know, you're saying, um, your voice changed there. For me, it's, they keep in perspective that long-term goal or vision you have, and then they can see with such clarity as compared to you, what or how, what you're doing today will or will not help you get there. And sometimes all it takes is them saying something like, That's interesting. So tell me how, what you've been doing for the past two weeks, how you think that's helping you reach your long-term goal and just having to answer that question of like, Oh, I've been piddling away, writing all these blog posts and, you know, adjusting the about page and considering whether I should buy lead pages or opt-in skins or sumo me or whatever. And it's like, have you considered that maybe that's has nothing to do with where you're trying to go right now? And Mm -hmm. having to own that to a coach, to another person and say, wow, you know, I've been focused on all the things that don't actually matter and none of the things that are going to help me make progress. That to me is what a coach is special for is when you get in those moments, those dips where it's so easy to get lost doing the things that don't actually help you make progress. A coach needs to step in and say, okay, that's interesting. Now help me justify that. Help me justify all these things you just told me you've been busy doing and help me understand how you think that's gonna help you get where you're going. That's where coaches it, just step in and it it changes things.
2: And it's funny because the coach's job is really just to reflect
0: back what the client told yeah. her or him yeah. was their priority to begin with. Yeah. And that's when for me, like when I'm like, Oh, I don't need this taskmaster right now, that's because I was not willing. To like put my ass on the line, there were things that you wanted for the things that I was it. saying. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I didn't believe them. Actually, mm-hmm. I was just I had just made those up. Yep. those goals.
1: Yeah, right. Totally. Because you
2: felt like you needed to. I felt I'm like, like of, I needed to. Or for
1: a coach is just a placebo. It's it's a commitment you're making to yourself totally. to get better. And in doing that, by hiring them and by telling someone else, this is where I'm going. Now you've got to. You do have to put your ass on the line. You have to show up and say either yes, that's where I'm going, and therefore I'm going to adjust my tactics to get there. Or, no, I don't think that's actually where I want to go, and maybe I need to go back to the drawing board, and thanks for helping me realize that. And that yeah. happens and almost as often as the first of making progress. I think just as many people say, okay, maybe I was wrong about where I'm trying to go.
0: Yeah, and that, to me, is, that is the the path to clarity. Yep. It's like, wait, I'm, I'm selling myself BS. About this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To your question, Corbett, about, um, the second one about is it, how much of it is just about good feelings? Mm-hmm. It's like that a lot for the beginning. And then and it inevitably, invariably, every single time those good feelings, they, if they don't dissolve into sustenance and substance, then the relationship, then you're going to, you'll, you'll get out of the coaching relationship every right. single time. Cause that's what happened to me and with a couple coaches and with a couple clients as well. Because, for that same reason i'm kind of talking about where it's like i didn't really know i wasn't really convicted of where i was i was heading i was truth to be told i was just i was young and i was and i didn't know what was possible and i didn't have any models you know what i mean i didn't have any of those models that i could see and go like okay well that like i'm so inspired by that person like right now i'm really inspired by casey neistat doing these video blogs and all this stuff and just his studio for stuff and i'm like Okay, I have a vision for that now, and i'm convicted of uh, of how that will change the things that I create, mm-hmm. something like that, right, and so there's this level of how much you buy your own b s because everything you say, even if you buy it one hundred percent it's still b s it can be proven to be b s like in seven months or seven years' time if you never act on it, yeah, but it's how much you believe your own b s that turns it from BS into actual, like, non-BS. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The, Whatever the opposite of that is. <laughs> the
2: other interesting thing that this gets into is, th- so it's one thing to, as a coach, to be able to sit down, listen to what people tell you their goals are, mm. help them organize those into a structure and a framework and a plan, Yeah. and then, you know, check in on them and hold them accountable. It's another thing to be able to help your clients see whether or not the things they say they want are, are really good for them, yeah. and if they're really going to lead to happiness. Yeah, yeah. if they
0: believe. If, yeah, if it's if it's true or not. Yeah, yeah right. Totally. And,
2: and 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 I don't know. Is that coaching? Is that yeah. therapy? That, is that that is, is that
0: what a guru does? That's freaking <laughs> like, guru level stuff. Yeah,
2: right. You but know, that to and, me it, and is it's amazing.
1: Job. That, it, that it should total, not always. That, that feel is. Good. Yeah. It, coaching but should I, not feel how, good forever. How
2: is a coach? How is a coach qualified to know what's going to make you happy? They're not the all.
0: They, so the only tools I have as a coach is like. So tell me more about that. And then you will run yourself ragged trying to convince yourself of something that I'm, I have a hunch is probably not true. Yeah. And then, you, cause in, when I was a coach, the whole goal and, and like in coaching to get certified, you have to do an X number of hours. This is why the certification is kind of important is if you, if someone who's done, you know, 300, 500, 12, 1200 uh, hours of coaching, that is, um, that's like, that's where you're learning. It's the same thing with like writing a blog post. If you've written 700 blog posts, you know how to write a blog post, even if you're doing it completely wrong. You're still doing the blog, and you know that like none of the rules matter now. Yeah, because I can take You've them out. Work. Yeah, I've done the work, right? So, and in, and for me, the the work was always pounded in my head by my instructors. Like the work is 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 the the questions, and they're they will bring their stuff. They solve their own problems. The client solves their own problems. So so you can have hunches, and this, was, this has happened to me before, where I've had hunches, and I kind of just like – and and you're trying not to ask leading questions, and, and sometimes it just – sometimes, it, you know, you, I, I was young. I was trying to figure things out, and I was not a great coach. I was just mediocre. I had a list of powerful questions taped on my wall. Yeah. And they were awesome. But that's the, that's the difference between a guru – for instance, like – so a consultant, someone who knows, Corbett, like you, if I was building a blog and I got to work with you as my consultant – I should expect to be paying you a hell of a lot more than I was paying a coach Mm -hmm. because you're someone who's providing me so much more than powerful questions. And, uh, and yet, and yet think about, think about what's more valuable working with someone who, who can help you build the same thing that they've built or working with someone who can help you understand exactly what you want to build, Mm -hmm. you know, or what you want your life to be about. And it's very, it's very, uh, it, it, this is where, this is where, like, when you, all of a sudden, when money gets involved, now you get to choose between, I love this question of, like, should I work with a consultant or with a coach? And, and in some ways, you work with a consultant if you know if you're, if you're really convicted that like, I know already what I'm doing. And I would say it's like, don't work with consultants until you're 35. Like, that's when you've kind of figured some stuff out. That's the way I feel, at least right now. I, like, even though I'm only 33, I'm like, I'm just now starting to go like, all right. I can't tell. I can't tell if this is more hot air up my own arse, but like, I can feel lift off a little bit right. in my own life. So,
2: um, I'd love to, I'd love to just pull like, for you guys, for the average person inside of Fizzle yeah. who's working away on their business, would you recommend that like everybody work with a coach or are there certain cases where people should work with a coach?
1: What do you think, Barrett? I think it would be useful for everyone to try it. The problem with that is if you try it once early on and you get a bad coach or someone who's just not very experienced, and you have a bad experience, you might never go back to it when it's actually a point when you need it. So what I would, you know, in an ideal world that doesn't actually exist, everyone would try it and do a couple sessions, let's say like three, with a really great coach and see the power of it. And then from there on out, they would hire coaches at stages in their business where they've reached a new plateau. So I think we have these natural kind of Uh, I'll use the word undulation at risk of being made fun of by you two. Um, these natural undulations and business—we got so to these sensitive. I just, I, d-
2: I just picture you doing the worm when you say the worm. <laughs> I was—I was rolling on the floor as I did that. Um, <laughs> nice. And you, by the way, folks, Barrett, Barrett does a, a killer worm. Yeah, well, worm. so do you, Corbett. His, but but Barrett's technique is the, the reverse worm, and mine's the forward worm. Yeah. And I never—I just learned it that way. Yeah. But when you see somebody do it, kind of the backwards way, it's, it's a little like,
0: fluidy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really it's it's smooth.
1: Anyway, nice. go on. A lot of we wins. also uh, what did, what were we dancing to the other day in that video? Oh, oh that the was Harlem, Harlem Shake. Harlem yeah, we, shake. the Harlem Shake, shake. Yeah, on our yeah. Facebook
0: page. You can see the Fizzle team uh, with Steph. Uh, how we work? Head bobbing, just yeah. the Harlem bobbing shake. our head.
1: Um, just shoot. <laughs> I have no idea where we were. Shoot, dude. She, oh, oh undulations <laughs> of business. Uh, you know, every business has stages it goes through and cycles, and you'll have this period of growth and realization and kind of taking action towards a set of goals that you have. And then it's typical that you'll plateau because you've reached that set of goals. And now it's like, okay, where do I go from here? I'm not really sure what's next. And Mm -hmm. in some ways, Fizzle has been through some of those as well, where we're like, okay, we look up and we've been working so hard. And all of a sudden, it's time to figure out where we go next. And that's the times I think when a coach can be so powerful, especially if you don't have a team around you. Because you need someone to just throw some ideas out with and challenge you on, okay, is that really what you want or is that just the first thing that comes to mind? Could it be that you're really looking for something else over here when you're talking about that over there? And those periods, I think, are when it's most powerful. And if you've already tried it before and you've had a good experience, I think you're more likely to go back to it in those periods where you really, really need it. Yeah.
2: And um, if you're not going to use a coach, what what other things can you build in that give you some of the benefits of accountability, of motivation, um, of clarity, all of those things. I mean, I guess we would say, you know, at at a minimum, if you're trying to build a business, hopefully fizzle will give you some of that.
0: Yeah. I think of two things. I think immediately of of mastermind group and then our roadmap, what we're building right now, because the, the difference between our library of courses that we currently have with a bunch of courses that you can learn anything you're you're wanting to learn about your business um, all the way from the beginning to like a bunch of, you know, scale stuff as well. The difference between that and a guided roadmap or it's pretty significant and some people will want to continue. will go in and, and just like, listen, just give me a palette of colors. I'm going to start smearing it around. We're going to see what's going to happen. Um, and that's like, I'm, I'm a little more like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But that sense that the roadmap and if you haven't, familiarized yourself with our roadmap right now that we're building, you should listen to episode 100 through 106, uh, fizzleshow.co slash 100. It guides you through like, what we call the, the, what was started out as the six stages of small business and turned into the nine stages. Um, and we kind of walk you through that in those episodes, but we're building that within fizzle as this like guided software of, of like, okay, here's what you need to get to, to, to kind of move on to the next step. And what's built into that is the sense that like number one, you can identify where you are, which is a really big deal because it that'll tell you where it's next. Yeah. And it'll hopefully help you ask the question, okay, am I ready to move on yet? Before you would naturally. Right. Because in business stuff like this, when you're doing your own business, the 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 opportunities, the number of opportunities to just stagnate and quagmire out are innumerable. There's so many places From the logo to setting up the website to writing some blog posts to doing the pre-launch blog posts and then like then like trying to keep up on the blog posts afterwards and all this other stuff to bear it to your point of like that that moment where you're like okay so I've been writing just piddling around with a bunch of these blog posts for so long and the coach going like. So is it getting you what you want? Like, is this, is this head <laughs> yep. taking you towards your, towards your goal? Hopefully a roadmap can do that. But as we've spoken about before on this show and within Fizzle a bunch, um, the masterminds is another simple way to do that. And there is just so many ways. And what I'd love to see, I mean, even our forums, right? Our forums of people asking questions is this is an opportunity for a more of a coaching relationship instead of an advice relationship yeah. if someone's asking the difference between mailchimp and AWeber, and you've used them both give give your advice but if someone's saying like is this a viable business idea maybe ask clarifying questions instead of try to pretend that you're their audience and and right. try to answer something like that. and that's
2: that. the danger in coaching and i think that's probably when you when you say when barrett said earlier like you know what happens when you get a bad coach? Yeah. Well, what how do what defines a bad coach? I yeah. think a lot of times a bad coach is someone who feels like they have to have all the answers when they don't. Yeah. And so they're offering a bunch of empty advice that probably leads somebody astray. Yeah. Or they're not asking the right questions or whatever. Totally. But um, I, I'm glad you brought up the roadmap because our idea going forward is that because, you know, coaches are supposed to ask the right questions but not have all the answers. Yeah. On the other hand, in order to make progress in a business, you shouldn't just throw darts in the dark. Yeah, There are proven processes and steps that people take. Um, And we know this now because— And it's
0: necessary to move on before you are hundred— before, like, the clouds part and someone comes down from heaven and says, you are done with clarity stage. Right. Now move on. Right. You know what I mean? You're never done with clarity. So the goal
2: (laughs) of the the roadmap— as it relates to coaching is to give our coaches and their clients within fizzle, a backbone of something to work yeah. with that makes it easy for the coach just to say, Hey, you know, where are you on this thing? Yeah. What's your next step? And how can we get you from a to B instead of trying to figure out what the steps should be? Yeah. We don't want people to reinvent the the wheel every time there because coaches aren't qualified to do that. Mm. And as Barrett said earlier, um, you know, a good coach doesn't necessarily have the experience that you want to have, they have a lot of experience as a coach, yeah. and so we can see scenarios where we have coaches in Fizzle who might be really talented at helping people make progress on their own businesses that the coaches haven't even made themselves. Yep. Just because they can ask the right questions, but the roadmap is there hopefully to guide them along the way. Totally. Um, and
0: so that, that yeah, and it'll be an interesting mix to see how how because I don't know. It, it, there's a lot of ways that that. Um, one of my problems was I was constantly going back to the drawing board about like, well, maybe I'll be this kind of guy. And then I tried that right. out for a few weeks and it's like, no, that's not for me. And then I, it, so it was like this never ending cycle of like, is that what I want? Is that what I want? Is that what I want? Um, and, and that's, what's so valuable about a coach is it shows you like, Hey, okay, then let's, if that's what you want, then let's move forward. But if yeah. you don't know what you want, then it's like, okay, well then let's figure out what you want. How can we figure out what you, you know what I mean? And yeah. then going back and, my, and back and back.
2: And and uh, again, to get philosophical on it, it's like, yeah. how, how can a coach know like yeah. what how to help you figure out what you want? My answer would be, screw what you want. Just yeah. do something yeah. for two years. Yeah. And then look back, and at least you'll have accomplished something, and totally. you'll know more about yourself. A lot of times when you're in that loop of, I don't know what I want— um you're not going to get out of it magically totally. just by it's a terrible like, question it's yeah. such
0: a hard question what, like a, maybe a better question is like what do you want to have made <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. it's like what kind of stuff do yeah. you want to spend your time making it's exactly yeah, right? right and like and that's the kind of thing that a coach can even if they don't know about this world can can kind of start to, to oh okay so you're talking about a lot of things that you that you would have published and shared you're also talking about how many people have seen those things, whether they're quote unquote big or well-received or whatever, right? So you can kind of just like, you're, you're almost like a researcher about a person. Um, and that's my dream for, for coaches is to be that in tune with people and, and yet kind of not in the game. Right? Allowing to see and helping them to see, like, cause for us, when, I mean, when you're, when we're creating a roadmap, we're creating now this rules of the game. And one of the things that we have to say over and over and over again is making a business is not cookie cutter stuff. This roadmap, we have to make a lot of things like and set them in stone just to like, just cause it, it, it's so helpful to have a direction to go. But we're being very careful about leaving it open ended for multiple different kinds of businesses, mm. multiple different sequences and processes of right. building your business. And if you listen to any of the founder stories in Fizzle, a lot of them use come come at, come from completely different dr- directions, totally. right? And that's what what's so hard. And and then when you're in the business world or in the online business world, even worse, like where it's like this little crew of people who are always saying the same thing about emails and 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 list size and niches and all of this stuff. You can forget that this is just a game with a set of rules that aren't going to work in five years. And that if you get really good at these rules, you're just going to you have to see the layer underneath the rules. Yeah. It's just people all the way down and it's value. So we're always coming back to who's the audience? What's the problem? Anyways, all that stuff. That's the kind of stuff that I would dream about a coach being really good at. Um, but I do have a couple uh, pieces of advice for fizzlers sort of looking for a coach. Yeah, Can I get into those perfect. real quick? Yep. Okay. So similar to your question of like, should everybody do this? Should everybody try a coach? Should everybody who wants to build a business try a coach? I totally agree with Barrett on that. In that, like, yeah. I think I think you have nothing to lose if you waste uh five hundred dollars over the course of a few months working with a coach, um, or if you waste whatever forty dollars working with a cor- coach over the course of a few months. Uh, depending, I don't know where the rates are right now. I know that that in order for a coach to survive, <laughs> we did this math recently. They kind of need to be charging around one hundred and fifty dollars, like bare minimum, Percession. to work with with. And working and with like, and, 10, and they'd be busy as hell. 10, yeah. yeah. To, in order to be like at that $50,000 a year mark. Where, right. But, um, so, so I think, yeah, you have nothing to lose if you can see it that way. And if you can realize exactly what Barrett said before, like if you have one, uh, experience. So one of my, mine, one of my bullet points here is, Sometimes coaches can't lead you. Sometimes you're with a coach who who is just not working out. They're just not a good coach, or they don't. They're working from such a different point of view, or whatever. They just didn't There's have chemistry the right training. there
2: too. That's important, right? Chemistry, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So uh sometimes the the coach can't can't help you. You notice that sometimes it's really hard to say like, oh, this coach is not. I'm not having a, a really great time with this now. The difference between they're asking me questions I don't want to answer, and this is a bad coach, is very thin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you're just like notice the difference between that because the the only thing that's good about coaching, the only thing that's powerful about it, is when you're allowed allowing yourselves yourself to be in a really really scary situation. Yeah. There's a lot of risk involved when you're talking about these kinds of things because you're fundamentally Coming against the flow of of traffic, you're going against the status quo, so to speak. So sometimes a coach can't lead you. Notice that and move on. Either go to a next coach or or realize that you're not in the time yet or right now for coaching. Um, I would say uh, you don't need to prepare anything. You only need to have openness to the coach and to the process. That uh, I said I said earlier, but that is the sense of like. Okay, like I don't know exactly what my goal is. I don't know exactly what this is going to be like, but I'm trusting you to know uh something about like like setting up those the 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 fence that like I am the cattle I get to roam in. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You just set up the fence. Help me understand like what to do in this space, mm-hmm. right? And they can do that. So you don't don't worry about having everything prepared or something like that. I mean, you could you could do a lot of coaching yourself, to coach yourself. You can find a list of powerful coaching questions and ask them of yourself or work with a friend and just do that in a mastermind group, super super uh, functional and helpful. Um, but working with a coach can can be a whole other ball game, right? Uh, third thing here is like you you probably need some motivation just to try it. It's one thing to hear us say that and have never heard of coaching before, and and just go like, oh, they said to try coaching, so I'm trying coaching. Maybe some people would be like that. I think most of us are like, yeah, I don't really I don't really buy that or they're like they or we know about coaching we're like yeah i've always wanted to and this is the kick in the butt i needed to to do that but whatever it takes i mean i'm telling i'm sitting here telling you where i worked with a bunch of clients and i was worked with the coaches myself and it's always leading me to action and it's action that 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 creates the clarity yeah about like oh wait i do not know that i want and improvements you know and it's yeah exactly it's all that stuff so i i don't know i don't know you're going to need a little kick in the pants to do it. Maybe this podcast episode is that maybe researching a little bit more, maybe finding out more about who, what coaches are out there. Maybe looking through the biographies on each of the coaches that we'll have in fizzle within the next couple of weeks or something. Um I don't know what it is. Yeah. But, but then final point is just like, yeah, this is really highly recommended to do it for like, I mean, come at it like this, go like, yeah, let's try it for four weeks and just see what it's like. Just, just spend some money on it to do that. Invest some time on it to do that. Uh, you probably don't have any money to spend on it. You probably have very little time to spend on it. This is a really worthwhile experiment, though. This is like it can be. Yeah. And if it and if it and if it isn't, then, then I apologize that that I led you led you wrong. But I've for myself, it's only ever led to to, the, to I guess I, I don't, I'm thinking about other kinds of people out there who are like just aren't like me. And I'm wondering if they could just go like, yeah, I kind of knew all that stuff already, and and they already have a to-do list as long as, as the day is wide, and it is, uh, and it's like they're like 100 sure that they know that that's what they're supposed well, to do.
2: You have, you know, you you don't have to have a coach to succeed. Obviously, no. there are plenty of entrepreneurs who do quite well who probably have never worked with a coach before. On the other hand. Hiring a coach, I think, says something about your intention and about how serious you are about yeah. it. Just like if you hired a professional web designer to do your website or, um, you know, any of these things that you spend totally. money on or if you joined a mastermind group or whatever. Yeah. These are all levels of commitment, I think, that show how serious you are. And so if, you know, I, I was looking at... Um, everyone inside of fizzle and we start to get to know who's working with a coach and and who's not i'll put money on the fact that people who hire coaches will make more progress yeah just like we
0: know that people in mastermind groups are more successful are more successful
2: which is interesting um so just talking about the way the coaching program will work inside of fizzle and kind of how it works in general for people so they have an idea of what it would be like to work with a coach um when we surveyed coaches we got uh a pretty good response rate from people who said that they were interested in offering coaching within fizzle. And we surveyed them about things like how much, you know, would you charge for a session? Um, how would the sessions be structured? How long would they be? All that kind of stuff. One of the questions that we asked, uh, or one of the things that we heard when Barrett and I were talking with coaches in, in big groups about this pilot program was that most of them are, will only take clients if they have first offered a discovery session of some sort. Hmm. And discovery sessions are, um, within Fizzle, at least going to be free. And the most of the coaches that we talked to already had that practice of offering yeah. complimentary dis- discovery sessions. Now I liken this to hiring an attorney or something. Yeah. I, I have worked with a handful of different attorneys. I had looked for a lot of attorneys and there were a couple who would say, you know, I I won't do a session with you unless you pay, like even for the very first session. Yeah. And a lot of times you're thinking, well, wait a second, like I, I'm just trying to get to know you yeah. first to see if this is going to be a good relationship. Totally. I'm not trying to pump you for, you know, information. Yeah. And I think the same is true of coaching. You're not going to get necessarily a whole lot from one 30-minute session. So the coaches offering a free discovery session to me is like this this thing of good faith. Yeah. Um, And it it basically serves to establish the rapport between the two and to sort of vet whether or not this is a good mutual fit for Mm. people before they just jump into an engagement. So that's really cool. And I was really um, encouraged by the fact that most people wanted to offer that. On the other hand, you know, you can imagine if coaches just offer like, Hey, just sign up and I'll give you a free discovery session. You're probably going to get a lot of like riffraff signing up who aren't necessarily qualified. So lots there's probably, (laughs) there's probably some sort of like qualifying step there before you get a discovery session where it's like, Hey, you know, tell tell me, like, answer these 10 questions and sure. I'll tell you if we might be a good fit or not. Yeah. Just like with a designer, you know, I know a lot of times if somebody yeah. was going to hire a designer who's more expensive, they would have this whole questionnaire to fill out and partly it's to suss out whether or not people can pay your rates, Totally. but also it's just is this the kind of project that's worth me spending an hour of my time talking to you about yeah. before we sign up or not. So so anyway... Um, you'll look for a coach within a directory within fizzle you'll sign up for a discovery session with them and then from there you'll decide you know should i do i want to sign up for a package with this person or not and does the coach feel like they would be able to help me yeah. in some way is that your experience and as in terms of like how it works in the you know for me world?
0: for me it was always just a, like the only the only coaches i ever hired were, were professors uh, at the were the educators at the school mm. right um and then, and it was always the hardest thing to try to find clients. So the idea of having like being listed in some directory for specific kind of businesses, like like small businesses that were helping people build and fizzle and stuff like that, would be just like the dream of when I was trying to get clients. Like, yeah, I had because no, you didn't I, know where to look. No idea. I had no connections. Yeah. I had nowhere to go. Right, and it was just like all on my own.
2: Yeah, and I think there's this um, whole sub segment of fizzle members who are trying to build businesses around coaching or at least a part of their business around coaching and a lot of times we recommend that that's a good way to get started at least earning some revenue not necessarily coaching but offering some sort of consulting yeah if you're good at design if you're good at copywriting if you're good at coaching totally offer those things because you at least get revenue in the door but then the question is always where do i find clients
1: yeah it's so hard yeah barry what would you say to that just about the whole process of like onboarding clients
2: Yeah. And what, and and what to expect, like when you're hiring a coach for the first time,
1: it's so hard. I mean, it's like dating in some ways, uh, because so much of a coaching relationship is whether or not your personalities click together and can you sit down for an hour and a half or 45 minutes or however long your sessions are and tolerate the other person across the table. And unless you cross that barrier first, then you're never going to have a successful relationship together. And so I go back and forth on this whole free sessions or not thing too, especially having been a coach and knowing that, you know, you can't waste, you can only waste so many 30 minute uh, introductory sessions before it's like, okay, I got to make some money here. And, (laughs) you know, maybe that's a good indicator. If you're spending too much time doing introductory sessions and not getting any clients, maybe you should change your approach. But I think in our case, we're providing this kind of interesting boundary where before someone can sign up for an introductory session with you as a coach, inside of fizzle at least they have to sign up for fizzle and so they've already made some level of commitment to themselves and to the business and so i think that that creates an interesting dynamic where at least people have done something to take action before they're just showing up on your doorstep and saying hey what do you do around here because um, yeah. what you don't it, want is just like the bypassers kind of checking things out and trying to figure out hey are you cool like what is coaching? How does this work? What's fizzle, by the way, as long as I'm talking to you? That's definitely not the environment we're trying to create. So I think there's a, a balance. Yeah.
2: It's interesting to think um, just about ways that we could qualify people to make sure that the coaches are you know getting good client stream or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be interesting to require that they or to let the coaches say, you know, it, before somebody can sign up with me they have to have watched this course sure, yeah. or they have to have filled or out this
0: worksheet. Some, or, it's some simple, you know, form that sends them the five answers to the five questions. And then the coach gets to decide if, yeah. if they're going to do a discovery session or not. Exactly. Something for the future.
2: So, um, this, uh, the, the time you're listening to this, we are neck deep in getting coaching launched within fizzle if you go to if if you're a fizzle member um you'll see that there's a link in the navigation bar and we'll have the the latest on coaching there Um, we hope to have this live very soon at least in a a pilot version we've been working on it pretty hard for a month or so Um, but at, at a minimum, if you go to the coaching link in the nav bar after you're logged into Fizzle, um, you'll get the full details of what's going on. You'll be able to um, fill out a survey if you haven't already to let us know that you're interested either in being a coach or in offering coaching services. And um, if you have feedback on it, we'd love to hear that as well.
1: Absolutely.
0: Barrett, anything else to add?
1: That's it. We, uh, we hope that if you are a Fizzler already that you'll jump in there and at least give coaching a try for sure. Um, and if you're not, and you know a good coach who you've been thinking about, maybe this is the chance for you to say, hey, maybe I should try it out and see if it helps me. Yeah.
2: Oh, and one other thing we should just say up front, I think, is um, in terms of pricing, you, you were kind of tossing some stuff all across the map. You said $40 for three months, and I was like, Totally. What are you, how much are you paying for se- $1.33 per yeah, session it, or it something? Would, you right. would be
0: amazed at the kinds of things I've um, done to get clients.
2: And then you you said $500 for three months, and it was like, That's pretty low as well. So yeah. um, just to set people's expectations, I think, you know, Barrett's done some research in terms of executive coaches, and they tend to be $350 an hour or something like that. Yeah. Um, when we surveyed our coaches, to ask what they would charge for a session and how long a session should be. So far, what we've landed on is that in the coaching pilot program within Fizzle, sessions are going to be 45 minutes long, Um, and it's, of course, up to the coach if, you know, there's a little extra time there or something, of course, uh, especially in the beginning. I know that tends to happen, but, uh, that felt about right because a half hour is a little too short. And I know that from my experience as a coach, um, in working with people for, you know, multi months, an hour tends to kind of be a long time. If you're, especially if you're talking to somebody every week, every two weeks, an hour can be doable, but anyway, 45 minutes and, um, the session price that we landed on Barrett was. I think we
1: said was it 150? <laughs> I think I, we landed I on the we had three
0: tiers. We had three tiers, that's remember? Right. Yeah. And there was like the, the like the students, the people who just trying to fill up their hours can come in at like fifty bucks. Then there's hundred dollars an hour uh or for the for the session. session. Um and then there's like uh set your own price up. basically. I think yeah, then it's a set your own price. Like you've yeah. been qualified and that would be something that we only allow, you know, people who are uh who the community has kind of rated highly enough yeah. to be able to set their own. And so
2: again, this is a pilot program. Things will be subject to change, but what we're planning to launch with is only coaches who have a significant level of experience. We're going to um, request or require that coaches who participate in the pilot program roll with our uh, standardized pricing to begin yeah. with. So it'll be a hundred dollars per 45 minute session mm-hmm. and there will be a discount for uh, multi-week sessions as well. Yeah. Um, but this is subject to change and again inside fizzle head to the coaching link and you'll see what the current details are
0: yeah and uh and uh, you know just just in in closing here like my two takeaways were were definitely if you need if you need clarity if that if like you're in a point of like you know what a conversation partner would be really really great because i built my whole business by myself before like i never ran anything by anybody else i was just reading online and i was just making stuff you know and it, because of that it took me probably nine times as long as it needed to um and uh and so if you need clarity and if you need action coaching is like is just killer uh and i and if you've never done it before i highly recommend it just to try it out for a little while you know and, and hopefully what we're making can make that really really easy where you know you're getting a great coach and you know you're getting a great price you know you're yada 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 but uh but here's uh you know my glasses raised to. To clarity and action. Like, I just, I love those so much because that is, that'll teach you all those things about like, what do you want from life? And what do you, this, that, and the other? Well, clarity and action are the things that kind of help you get to that conviction that turns the BS into whatever the opposite of BS is, into the truth, into gold, into whatever that is. Yeah. I have been Chase Wardman Reeves. I've been Corbett Lee Barr. I've been Barrett Allen Brooks. Barrett Allen Blue. Ah, yeah, shoot. Ah, oh, you messed it up. Ah, oh, shoot, oh, man. man. So there you have it. For notes and conversation about this episode, go to fizzleshow.co slash 112. This is episode 112. So fizzleshow.co slash 112. Here's an iTunes review from Philip Downer in the U.S. He says, I appreciate how the information isn't prototypical step-by-step answer guide stuff. It's like how great teachers don't show you the answer. They guide you where to look. Oh, thanks so much, Philip. Glad you're getting stuff out of the show. Listen, I would love to read your uh, your iTunes review right here on the show. Could you add it to iTunes? That's the first step. But even if I don't get a chance to read it, I mean, to do this, uh, if, you, if you're if you want to support the show because it really means a lot when, when we read some of these things we read every one of them I get an email every week that says here's your two new uh, two new podcast comments today on, on iTunes or reviews rather so jump on iTunes search for the fizzle show and leave us a little review I'd love to, to hear what you think and and it would just help other op- entrepreneurs find the show hopefully that's the only thing we can we can uh, we, we've been told that so we'd like to get more and more of those reviews in there. So do it if you can. Okay, so I hope uh, I hope this this conversation about coaching has been like a little bit uh, obviously informative, but but really maybe a little bit inspiring to you to to realize that there's this whole process in coaching. There's some great coaches out there. There's a there's so many great coaches, and you can't tell the difference between the great ones and the bad ones. And even the bad ones could probably get you to some of the best uh, most important insights of your life. Uh, that's how I really feel about coaching. And so, uh, like I said at the end, there here's to there's to action and clarity and, uh, and to, to turn in our, our ideas into, uh, into reality. Find care, take care. Serve hard and dig in. Thanks. And I'll talk to you next, Fizzle Friday.